Hello and welcome to the 72-hour window podcast. The boys are back. The boys are buzzing. How are we doing, gentlemen? Good. Excited to be back. Very excited. Season two. Got a lot of good topics. Very excited. Doing fantastic as well. I'm very excited to get this uh, season two going. Good. We love we love to hear it. Um, and, you know, we took a little hiatus there, of course. Um, we you did. Know, we did. Stuff happens. Stuff happens. Some are college life, and we're going to dive into all that today. And what better way to start than explaining to the people why we took a little break? I think uh, Mike Zara should start since he was the main reason why the band broke up. No, I'm just uh, <laughs> no, it really just boils down to the fact that we all graduated. So we didn't want to do anything during graduation and then celebrating graduation. And then I don't know, just a lot of stuff comes up looking for jobs, which we're going to so talk essentially about. we've been on a 16 week bender. Bender is right. We haven't stopped. We've, we've been drunk for <laughs> somebody do the math on those hours, 500 plus hours. It's got to be way more of, than that. A lot of time. But yeah. Um, I much enjoyed the summer, and now we're settled down with Dante back at school and me and Zara job hunting. Yeah, currently. On the hunt. No, I would say, um, well, we, we ended this because we had finals, and then everyone was kind of studying, doing their own thing, and then yeah. we stopped, and then summer hit, and we were kind of living, and then, like, the summer got, bro, summer flew by, dude. I can't, I can't believe it's September, the first week of summer, dude. And then, yeah, that's kind of just how when we do our own thing. And then I kind of just figured, yo, like, I like doing this. I hope our listeners like listen to us talk about certain things. And I feel like there's a good, a few good topics we got going tonight. So listen, I had somebody and I'm not going to drop names just because we like to keep it anonymous here, but somebody came up to me at the bar and I know there's going to be somebody who's listening to this <laughs> and is going to be like, what the fuck? Like who would ever say this? But came up to me at the bar and said, Hey, like what happened to the podcast? I really liked it. And I know there's somebody out there right now. That's like, who was <laughs> listening to this shit? But shout out to them. Oh, that made me feel awesome. I like, shout out to them. you know, we love doing this and, um, you know, it's a good time just to talk about things, talk about life. And, um, yeah, I mean, you know, and I think we talked about it, doing it in a season format is, um, I think that's a good way to go. I mean, yeah. you know, cause we're going to just where we are at in our lives, which I know we're going to get into that a little bit more, but yeah. So yeah, a little, uh, works, little, works uh, little message here. We're not on a schedule for any episodes or nothing. All right. Yeah. They come, the episodes drop when they drop. All right. No, no every week or nothing. When they drop, they drop because we have uh, more important things to do now that we're graduated. This, uh, this post-college phase is hitting, hitting hard. Yeah, no, nah, that's probably our first topic we're going to get into is this post-college phase because we got me and Sheehan um, just graduated, but still looking for like a full-time job. And we got Dante doing graduate school. And it's like the different lifestyles. Probably not like, I want to hear like Dante at some point say his lifestyle, but my lifestyle right now is I feel like being an undergrad, like it didn't prepare you for like the post-college life because like middle school, like high school, even college, like you meet, like you're socializing with everyone every single day. And right when school ends, it doesn't really hit you. And like summer, you have summer too. And you're like hanging out with your friends, you're having a good time, you're working, or if you're not working, 
doing whatever. And all of a sudden it's like September and you're like, Oh, like I'm home right now. I'm like, Oh, I'm going to be home until I find something or I have to find a job as soon as I can. Cause it's very stressful, dude. Like looking for a full-time job is almost like a full-time job. And I think, yeah, <laughs> I think right. she can attest to that part is right now. So it definitely doesn't prepare you as much. It's tough. Like it's tough going from like four years, like having fun, going out, like doing school, like doing your own thing. And then like, you're kind of home and you're kind of mad. You have to be, um, you don't socialize with a lot of people. Um, I try, I, I try, but you know, going to college and having all this people around you, the socializing skills, and then you're, you're home and you kind of have to do your own thing. So that's kind of my view at it. And it's definitely tough, but it's a weird transition. It's a transition that everyone has to go through and, you know, make that change. Yeah. I, I mean, I definitely agree. I couldn't, I think, and I've heard this many times now, at least now that we're out and I don't know why it's not a bigger conversation in terms of the, the higher education world um, is that college doesn't prepare. It prepares you for life it, in terms of the way that, yeah, it can prepare you mm -hmm. for a career. It can set you up. You know, you can do a mock interview with your college until you're 80 if you want to, but it mm -hmm. doesn't tell you how to, adjust your new life after college that's where i think it really lacks um you know it can do good for me for my four years it can do good for me when i'm 25 and on working full time but it doesn't give me those in between years and yeah is it a niche kind of um point there kind of time of your life yeah it is um but i think just a better job at least um you know, they have a lot of people coming through, but I, I don't know whether it's job placement or alumni meetup, social kind of stuff. I think it, the big thing, um, the big theme that we're going to see is socially, because I also want to talk about that. But um, I'll let Sheen speak before I go. Anyone? I mean, Jerry kind of said everything there is to say. I mean, like the, the job market's hot for jobs that nobody wants to do right now. <laughs> if you want to go work in a restaurant or something like that, you can find a job and be hired within a couple of days. But everybody that graduates with a degree wants to start their, their career. So it's just like Zara said, it's like almost a full-time job in itself, trying to find a full-time job that you want to actually do instead. Cause like I started at FedEx and I was every day, it made me, it honestly motivated me to find a job. Cause it was that bad. Shit so sucks. It's, it's, you know, it's not, it's not fun. So. Well, you it, bring up uh, a good point in that the job market is hot with jobs that people don't want to do. And I think that's a big, um, obviously it's a debate um, because you got one side saying, Oh, it's unskilled labor. You don't need to pay them a lot. And then you got the other side saying, well, you know, with COVID, like, why would I even do the, it made people realize why would I even do these jobs for shit pay yeah. when, obviously I'm sitting on my ass getting paid just as much. And like, that is so much work. Like this shit is so much work. Why, you know, it brings up the conversation is do you pay people based on the amount of work they're doing or the skill of their work? And obviously that, that brings it into a way bigger conversation and you can, you can go all day talking about, you know, um, capitalism and all that shit. But, yeah. um, yeah, I think I just really like that point that you brought up. And I think that's um, a change that we're seeing right now is that like, yeah, you want to go work at a restaurant? Yeah, you can. The jobs are there, but you're going to get paid $3 in tip and plus the tips that you get. Yeah. Shit, and it's not worth it at all. Right. 
It's, yeah, yeah. It makes more sense to sit at home and fill out the applications for unemployment and then show proof of looking for jobs. Absolutely. Collecting that I way. Couldn't, couldn't agree more with you on that. Yeah, no, nah, I'm just, I'm trying to tell like people and my parents and friends and family telling me all this, like, just like be positive, like keep applying for jobs. Like I'm working part-time my job from the last few summers. So still working, still ma- making that passive income. Uh, <laughs> still doing all that but i like, just trying to be positive like everything's going to work itself out at some point i keep applying like things are going to you know i have no idea where i'm going to be in a year which is crazy to me like right. i remember senior year of high school i was like oh where am i going to school had no I idea think- all of a sudden i went to school and then now i'm kind of in a situation like oh where am i going to be in a year and things will work itself out depending on if i'm here in connecticut if i move to jersey or new york and you know, i'm just trying to stay positive and trying to be open to what i'm trying to do yeah I think pyramid schemers should hit our DMs and show us that lifestyle, that that six figure lifestyle that we don't need to work for because our true. nine to five is killing us. True. I think the pyramid scheme and God, for the listeners who don't know, there's nothing more in this world than I hate than pyramid schemes, which is kind of funny because I'm real big into like Greek life and that's my career. But but anyways, um, Anyways, those multi-level marketers hit us with job opportunities. Yeah. Or they're not jobs. What are they? I don't know what they call them, but it's not a job. Um, but anyways, um, for me, I think, you know, sorry to take up a lot of space here, but I think that um, I would agree with Zara. The biggest problem for me has been socially. So for, let me explain my situation for those listening that don't know. Um, So I go to graduate school at the University of Miami. Um, I'm in the higher education program here working on my master's. Um, You know, and as soon as I say that, everybody's face is like, as soon as I say University of Miami, everybody's face is like, oh, like, that's really cool. Like, yeah, it's cool. But I'm also not here as an undergrad. I'm here as a graduate student. I'm here to get a degree, like as much as I want to be an undergrad, like it's just not the same. And why is that not the same? So it's not the same in the way that not everybody in your class is between the age of, obviously you have older students that go to college. So I'm not, you know, I'm not bringing up the ageism here. Um, But typically in your undergrad classes, people are age 18 to 22. You could go and you know which classes are more based for freshmen and you know which ones are more based towards people are higher in a major if you're in a certain gen ed class there's a good chance 75 percent of the people are freshmen age 17 to 18 and you can make friends just like that or friends living on your floor obviously things have been harder with covid um and those rules but when you're a graduate student you get into a program and for mine it's semi-cohort based So I have 13 people that are first year students like me full time, but we're not um, like we have classes with people in the other cohort, too, and other part time students. Some, you know, programs are cohort based and you can just make friends with just, you know, you got to pick one of the 13 people that you want to be friends with or whatever. For me, I'm the only person in my program straight from undergraduate. So everybody else is. And they're really nice people. Don't get me wrong, but they all have families. They go home, they go to school and they go home. All of our classes are at 6 PM. 
because everybody comes after full-time work. They're all married or have kids and they go home and they take care of their, their life. So for me, as a, someone coming straight from undergrad, I'm 22 in this program. Yeah. Socially, I don't meet people within my program. So I also work here. Um, I'm a fraternity graduate advisor and there's seven others here that people that I work with, but they're all, you know, they're closer to my age, but they're all in their programs too. And some of them are doing law programs. Some of them are doing PT programs. Like they are filled to the brim. So it's like, there are so little ways to meet people as a graduate student. So that I really like that point that Zara brought up is that socially it is so hard once you're out of college to really find um, that group of people. If you're not going to be rooming with, your friends from from college yeah um yeah it turns more into like going out to the bar with a, like a group of three or four and then whoever you see there you see there it's pretty much been the gist of hanging out socially and at least in this town since we graduated show yeah, up with was, you and whoever you see you see good or bad so i mean for me like I can't even go out here. I'm in fucking Miami. Like I can't even go out on the weekends because I don't have anybody to go out with yet. <laughs> so like that shit's tough. And, um, you know, even being in your hometown, like obviously people find jobs and they're working. So it's like so tough to, to be able to um, go out. And then obviously people move and, and like somewhere in the, we, just me and Zero were talking before this, before we got on air is that, um people like if you're not in new york boston west hartford you know for us from this area if you're not in one of the major cities like you're probably not near half of your friends because that's where a lot of kids are living after college no very true very true and the job the job market's so tough still because all these places are still requiring oh like three years of experience of working here, working for this uh, big four accounting firm or doing this. And it's like, dude, like we had COVID, we had this and that, like everyone's in the same boat right now. I feel like a lot, not everyone, but a lot of people are in the same boat as say you don't there, like me and she and like, Oh, like I didn't, I'm doing graduate school. It's mad hard to like meet people socially. And there's still probably so many people in that same boat. There's probably a lot of people in the same boat as me and she and I know she and just found a job recently, but myself, it's like, Oh, I can't find anything. Like I'm going to be living with my parents for the rest of the, for the rest of my life. And it's kind of like, don't have that mentality. Like I said before, like things are going to work itself out at yeah. some point, but I wouldn't be trying to get too stressed about it because so many people more than you would think are going to be in, are in the exact same spot as you um, looking for a job or looking to move or finding something for their future. And that's, you know, that was a tough part that college, you know, doesn't prepare you for like not um, preparing you for, you know, the work life, but preparing you for, you know, being out in the world and like meeting new people. And it's tough, but that's, uh, you know, a path that everyone has to go through at some point. Yeah. And it does work itself out. Like if you want to look at, if you want proof of things working itself out, look at literally anybody else who graduated last year, like, or two years ago, like they all found, you know, they're all doing something in some shape or form. Um, so it does work itself out. I think it's just that post immediate kind of like when you go from August to September and you don't go back to school, I think that's like a huge slap in the face, like reality hit. 
Um, oh yeah, it honestly hasn't even like set in. No, like, it doesn't. Yeah. It, like, like I still feel like I'm gonna have to go back at some point, but it's like no, like like I have to wake up at seven a.m. tomorrow for my job. Like I'm, I'm working now. Like that's it. Like yeah. it just feels it has. But it it is good in the way that like you're working and making money for yourself, like and well, hopefully you, doing something that you enjoy doing. Like it's. I'm a prostitute. Yeah. Yeah, so. dude. Like full time strippers, like. Dude, they must do well. Yeah, so I'm I'm excited to see to start that, but Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. Catch me at Hollywood, uh, seven a.m. to noon. On the pole. Six days a week. I'm off Sundays. Football Sundays. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's um, but also for anybody listening that's struggling, the reason why I am going to graduate school is because the job market sucked. Like. I was like, damn, like job market sucks. Like, yeah, I could I go work in some HR department with my degree? Yeah, I can. But like, why not just go get another degree? And then most 99% of graduate programs, people don't, I don't think realize this, have graduate assistantships or you're working part time while you're going to school. Yeah. So like you're working in your field that you're going to school for, getting paid for it and getting another degree. It's just a great option for anybody that's like struggling to find something mm-hmm. um, because and then once you come out on the other side, you have a master's. It's like you're two years removed, like you're way more valuable to people. You have now ex- those two years of experience that every job is looking for and right. you got paid to go to school. Yeah. Right. Do you come out with some more yeah, loans? Like- yeah, you are but it's, it is a good option and that's going to make itself up in terms of the money that you make with a master's versus a bachelor's. Yeah. That was my perspective. Then a master's and on a lot of places will take a master's to your program or whatever. Yeah. It's to to your program. Most of them. Yeah. One, like if I stood at FedEx for a year and then found a full-time job, like I have one year of experience, you have two years in your field with a master's. I have like nothing like me and Sarah talk about that all the time. Like how our resumes are just, dry as shit like i literally i got this it's a marketing job where i'm gonna be like pretty much a salesman with ups fedex ted's um doordash and my like baseball history that's it like it's just throwing darts like and building experience so yeah yeah it really is just getting in somewhere it's all about footing more and connections. Connections are almost more. Connections are the most important thing. But yeah. So someone always knows someone, man. Like you never know who you'll meet on any given day. You could meet this yeah. person that opens this door. Like you, you never know, dude. That's why having you know going to school or having some sort of job is good because instead of like right now, like I could not be working, or if I didn't want to, I wouldn't have to be working. But, you know, I want to do something throughout my day instead of sit down all day and then. Yeah, it gives you some structure. Yeah, no, literally go go to work, come home, apply for jobs, do my own thing, you know, and then it's kind of like every day has been like that for a little bit on repeat, which, you know, things will eventually change. And I know that I'm not going to be living in this room, hopefully for, you know, not a whole lot longer, but I kind of want to get a new environment. I've been living for Connecticut all my life. So I kind of watch things will and do change. Um. I think, I don't think uh, being as young as we are, we have a true um, realization. 
I don't know what other word to use, realization of what time is. For us, three months feels like a long time, but do you know how much changes in three months? Like, oh, yeah. Like, it just, it, to us, time just seems like it's so much longer than it actually is. It's just like so much changes in so little time that, you know, and we just kind of just bat an eye at it. But, um, yeah. It uh, when you're doing nothing, it feels like forever, mm-hmm. or per perceived to be what you perceive to be nothing. Yeah. Um. Because a lot of times it's not actually nothing, but anyways, um, it does change extremely quickly. You never know what what job somebody's going to leave any day, and that opens up for someone else. So. Scenario I have is regarding to going out going out the night of having work the next day does that make sense or yeah yeah so you have work the next day and you're thinking about going out tonight so say you have work at 8 a.m the next day okay that's important work at 8 a.m the next day your friends hit you up yo to thursday night so you have work friday thursday night okay oh like tonight's about be a movie bro like, what do you Camera's think about in this place? What's the make or break of you deciding to go out? Is it, you know, who's in the beach? You can have a certain amount of fun, the no. location. What's, what's the situation? Oh, so I actually, when I was at FedEx, this happened a lot because I had to work on Saturdays. And um, I went in at noon on Saturdays for the longest shift. And Friday was always conflicting. And I... So I have a conflicting answer because I'm going to say one thing, but I act the other way. So now after living it, I am not going out before I have work the next day. I can't do it. I I went in at noon and I couldn't do it. I probably called out 75% of the shifts on Saturday because I was too hungover or something. Um, So I'm not doing that anymore. But like, I mean, the, the uh, NBA draft night when we went to uh, Buffalo Wild Wings, Zara, like hung over his shit the next day. Can't, can't do that. So I'm I'm out now on that, especially now that I have an actual job. I can't uh, I can't be. It's a big, big note for me now. All right. Now, but is there any other like reasoning for you to go out? Like, is it 100 percent? No, there's got to be some like, did you go out and not get? you know, hammer, would you so go like, out? And- if somebody that like, if Mikey or Shoda came back, like, or somebody's right. in town that I haven't seen in a while, like I'll go out and see them. But like, if it's just like re- something regular, like going to the bar and getting a couple of drinks, like, nah, because there's always somebody there that's pushing shots. And then one turns into <laughs> two, two turns into four. Time. And then next <laughs> thing you, know, you don't know, you don't know how you're getting home. And it's so, Hi, Dante. What do you have to say about this? Dude, I'm so it really depends on how I'm feeling that night. I think the deciding factor is girls. (laughs) If girls are going, like I'm going. (laughs) Girls are going, I'm going. Um, (laughs) as she instead of somebody's back that you know is only back for a limited time, like I'm going. Yeah. Uh, honestly, there's not many scenarios where I'm not going out, and I think that's because if you don't work a like a physically straining job, like going into FedEx would fucking suck. I would never do that. Yeah. Like I would never go out. 
But like, if I'm sitting in my office chair doing work on my computer, dude, I could be fucking hungover as shit. Like, I don't care. Personally, that's a personal, like, I don't care how shitty I'm feeling. Like, I'm definitely doing it. But it depends on how I feel. Like, sometimes I, I'll definitely go and like not drink as like not go full crazy, like drink whatever. Um, but I, I personally like the idea of going out Thursdays, like Thursdays to me in my mind are like start of the weekend. Like, I mean, luckily I have a schedule where I only do shit Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So like, I just have a long ass weekend, but even if I was doing something on Friday, like if it's nine o'clock or later, like I'm definitely going out, but I'm not blacking out. Yeah. No, definitely. I would say for me, criteria, are you going to have fun? You know, there's an, are you going to have fun? If it's not actual fun, yeah, actually actual actual fun, actual fun. Yes or no. Say that first. (laughs) If it's a no, don't. If it's a yes. All right. Where is this going to be? Is it going to be in like a close location near you? Oh, it's gotta be close. I forgot to mention that. It has to be gotta be close. If they're going to like Foxwoods an hour away and they're not going to get back till 3 a.m. Like no. Yeah. I was saying like 30 minutes, like Money. I think I think my limit would be 30 minutes. 30 Money. Minutes. Yeah. How much am I gonna spend on drink? Is there a pregame? Yeah. Like if it's a Thursday night and you know, I mean a few I gotta games. fit ready. I mean, there's a lot that goes into it, you know. Yeah. No, there's a there's a lot to go into, but I would say Thursdays, like it depends. I would say location matters. Like Thursdays, I'll just sometimes go out, you know to groggy or 75 if i'm just like yeah i'm bored i'll do something and go yeah, out going out for a few drinks but if it's like out. oh do you want to go to new haven tonight or do you want to do this it's like hold up dude like so now i'm spending the night there now i'm doing this yeah i would say it, it's all about the experience like i would say like if my friends that i haven't seen for a while like hit me up or you know it depends who's going i would say fun is definitely worth going like if it's worth if this night is worth me having like four hours of sleep and going to work the next day, I'll go 100% for the, for the mems, for the mems. But there's a lot into hey, it. So you could tell your grandkids, dude. <laughs> so I could tell my grandkids. About... <laughs> yeah, yeah I, th- I think what you brought up a great point. It's like, is this a going out? Like we're going to go to the bar and like just hang out and have a few drinks or is this going out? Like we're yeah. going out, you know, we're to getting a club, hammered, like, yeah. yeah, that's a whole different story. You're not remembering the night. I'll go out any night of the week if it's going out for a few drinks just to hang out. Any night. Doesn't matter what I'm doing. Yeah. No, that's true. That's a good point. I would say the same. I, I think the, the limit I'd cut it off is like if I could go to work the next day, I think six drinks is probably the cutoff. Six like mixed drinks or like. Yeah, just- wait, what? Six like <laughs> mixies or beers here? Are those? I mean, to me, that's the same thing. It's not. Wow. It's not. I guess that's that Miami life, I guess. Yeah, dude, they charge you 12 bucks and your mix is the same as a beer. So yours are mad cheap here. You spend like 80 bucks at a bar. Like, I could go out here in a beer is seven, eight bucks, which is expensive for a beer, but that's cheap compared to an $11 mixed drink. Like, I think. Also, I mean, you got to just go and find the deals. Like, if you're in a city, like, you got to find the deals. So, like, there's a place here that has $1 beers, $3 wine on Fridays. 
at like a nice ass place, like you got to go to that every Friday. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like where typically the beer is eight bucks and the mixies are 11. Like you got to go there on Fridays. You just got to go out to whatever place has the deal on whatever night. I would say really isn't that dude, bad. having worked the next day, it really depends. Like 12 o'clock, that's a no brainer. But like anything eight and I would say anything past or anything before eight is like, okay, now we're pushing it. Now we're pushing it. Like you have work at seven, we'll say 7 a.m. for Sheen now. It's like, okay, let me think about this. Sometimes I'll be in the mood, say, you know what? I'll live a little bit. I'll go out. Okay. It also has to do partially, partially with how I am. Like, I don't feel f- fully rested unless I get, like, a good eight hours or nine hours of sleep. Yeah, I could agree. Like, if I go to bed at even one o'clock in the morning, which isn't too bad, and I have to be up at seven, six hours, like, I'll just be shot the next day. Yeah, yeah, you guys ever time. sleep too long? Yes. No. Not, honestly, not as of late, because as of late, I've been – waking up at like seven o'clock every day dude i do it all the time when i don't have something to do if i sleep nine to if i sleep longer than nine hours i feel more tired than i did if i had slept anything eight hours or less oh for sure dude like i just feel so tired the next day does i don't understand it but anyways that was a side point to uh what we were talking about um yeah, I think that I'm. I think I'm going out. Seven a.m. is tough. I think there has to be a time limit to what time you're going into work, dude. Okay, if you're going in at seven a.m. Like, ah, maybe even a, going out for a few drinks might be a little tough. No, so I wake up at seven. I don't have to be in until eight thirty, but uh, forty minutes away. Uh, mm, forty well, it, minutes away, driving hungover is tough. And they. And they say that 15 minutes is on time. On time is late. Late. Okay. Yeah. So so they're basically just a peewee midget football coach. Right. Are you having fun? Although I still use that. Yeah. Are you having fun? (laughs) Who's going to be there? And location matters. Because if I have work, like I have work Fridays usually at like 10 o'clock. So I have to get up at like 8, 8.30, which isn't bad at all. But I was like, you know what? I'll go out in town have a few drinks and sometimes a few drinks turns to yeah. more. So in case I get a little too drunk, I'll be like, you know what? Uber or get a ride five minutes down the road, dude. It's not like if I'm going out of town, we'll say, you know, middle town, like something like yeah. that. It's like, okay, now I'm Ubering 20 to 30 minutes back, figuring out rides and just a hassle, bro. It really depends. I mean, and also, yeah. And it depends too yeah. on the, the job, like where you are in the job, like FedEx. Yeah. I don't care about calling out a FedEx, but like, <laughs> if you're like a manager somewhere, like, you could show up a couple minutes late, like you're going to not have to do anything, you know, like you can, there's a lot that plays into it, but for me, I don't know. Depends on, like we said, either a friend coming home or uh, money, how, how long we're going to be there. You're going to have fun, actual fun, real fun. All right. Yeah. So going around, Dante, you said you would say yes, probably. I think my overall answer is yes. If everything aligns, if everything aligns, like you're going to have fun, you're going to see good people there, blah, blah. So you're going to go with yes. Dude, how is nobody talking about if chicks are going to be there? You tell me if the girl oh, that you're crushing on is there, you're not going. Come on. 
Come on. Uh, no, no, that's what I'm saying. I'm just like insinuating that's like having fun. Like you're gonna have fun. Who's gonna be there? Yeah. I'm trying to say. Oh, like, okay, I'm, okay. Yeah. Generalize. No, okay. I'm not saying that. Like, Maybe I'm just time. extremely yeah. horny. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's not man. Like, who's gonna be there? Are you gonna have fun? I think if everything aligns, like you're probably saying yes most of the time. Yeah, yeah. Garrett, I'd say 80. percent That's where I put it at. If I had to put a number on it. Okay, that's good. And we we got to talk music at this point. Yeah. I mean, this this past week, I mean, are we got to call them goats. Are we gonna call them goats? Two yeah. two goats dropped. I mean, when we did the Mount Rushmore, I had Kanye on mine. I, I definitely I had, had. I don't think I had Drake. I definitely had Drake. I definitely probably had Kanye. I can't even remember what I said that episode, but I think I probably, if I didn't put Kanye on the Mount Rushmore, he was definitely in my, he was the next one out. One of them. But anyways, Donda. Oh, dude, let's start with Donda because this son of a bitch, dude, nobody, Kanye, Kanye, dude. What is up with this man announcing an album and just not dropping it. Like what in what world can it this is gonna this is gonna open a can of worms because in what world does any other gar- artist get away with that and people still listen to his album? Well, he's one of the yeah, he's he's up there in all time right So like he's he's allowed that. He's allowed but to- but th- here's my thing with him. He is I would say he's my favorite producer of all time at this point. Um like as an artist really up there but i have a huge problem with him announcing a a drop date and just not saying anything and not dropping it okay if you come in and you say like the next day even the next day you're like hey guys like didn't actually finish the album you know appreciate the fans waiting me out for this one but i want to make it perfect okay fine this man says nothing nothing not one word dude not one word nothing i don't even know if he has a twitter anymore he has an instagram and he literally just posts picture of his fucking house no words no caption that's art that's art right there so so it sounds like you're angry at kanye so it sounds like you're a certified lover boy sounds like Mm -hmm. Well, no, well, whoa, 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 whoa. Just slow down. <laughs> slow down. I ain't even, I'm mad at Kanye for being Kanye, essentially. For being like literally not caring enough to just say, like, yo, it wasn't finished. Cause as an artist, dude, that kid, that guy, I love that guy. Like, as an artist, so the creativity off the charts, production, I'll never get tired of his production. Like, the influence he's had, at least on me as a producer, like, is huge. I have a problem with him, like, as a person, just not saying anything, like, dude, fuck you. But as an artist, just giving us that creative shit, like, all right, like, I rock with it. Um, Drake, on the other hand, and I'll give you guys some space to talk. I, I just want to get this out while we're here. Everybody knows I'm a Drake stan. Like, that. that's no secret. This as dude makes – When was the last time he missed in the last two years? I, I honestly couldn't tell you. I don't know. I don't know either. But 
name me one time. I can't. I off the top of my head, I'm sure you could find one time or two times. Off the top of my head, I can't even. I don't even know where he's missed. Ratchet, happy birthday, maybe. Yeah, that could be. Well, I wouldn't consider Scorpion. I mean, since Scorpion. Okay. Okay. Since Scorpion. All right. So, uh, I uh, actually to speak on that, I think Certified Lover Boy was a miss, an entire miss. I'll give it like a. All right. All right. I think in the chat the other day I gave it a seven and a half. I think it's more like a six and a half. And if Twenty One Savage wasn't on it, it would probably be like a five. See, that's different for me. I'm not kidding because I didn't love Knife Talk that much. I didn't log into that after. That was probably one of my least favorite songs in there. But going to Sheen because me and Dante are all Drake fans. But I'm not sure what Dante feels about. But I'll ask both you guys which album. Did you like better? Which album did you like better? Reasons why you liked it better, reasons why you didn't like it better. Donda. I like Donda better because, and I'm not one really one for long albums. I actually despise them, but. Um, well, nowadays, Kanye, 20 songs isn't long anymore. Wasn't Kanye, Also, he had like six part twos on it. Yeah. So I wouldn't true. even consider it that long. Yeah, that's true. The features were better. Um, between, I mean, Fibio, Playboy Cardi actually delivered, I mean, Keem, Travis, Jay-Z, I mean, even, um, uh, what's his name? Oh my God. It's going to buy I mean, Cuddy too. I'm going to look, I need to look. I'm hearing all these West guys around Drake's album too. But go on. See, but that's the thing is like, even Travis's feature on, um, on the song on Certified Lover Boy, I didn't, I didn't love it. He moans the first 45 seconds. I mean, <laughs> well, l- listen, I think here's where I don't disagree with you. I think that you can tell that Kanye flew these people out and was in the studio. Jay Electronica feature on Donda. That's what I'm thinking of. Jay Electronica. Yes. Jesus Christ. You can, I think you, and I mean, obviously, we know this by pictures and news. We know that Kanye flew these people out. He was in the studio with 99% of them. Basically, like, if your shit was trash, like, he didn't put it on. Yes. Like, he was in the studio, like, telling you, I mean, not what to say and what how to rap and shit, but he definitely had an influence on their features, is what I'm trying to say. Whereas I, I think you can tell with Drake, he sent them... This and I'm giving you from like a musical perspective, like this is how people typically do it. If you do any other artist, like any song, basically you send the file of the song to to an another artist for a feature, and you just leave an open verse, and they send you back what they send you back, and you really have no say in that. Yeah, that's what you can tell happened with Drake's. Whereas with Donda, it was they were in the studio together having this creative like um, partnership kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know if you guys agree or disagree with that, but I, that's I can almost guarantee you that's what happened. Yeah, no, I, I would say I would say I agree. I mean, I'm not like a producer like you, but you can you can definitely get that vibe a little bit. I mean, I listened to Donda again today, and I actually I actually liked it a lot. Like, it's it's definitely a close call for me. I would say I would say the majority of people right now are probably saying Donda over CLB. Is that is that true? Yeah. I'd say majority. I, I think you would say that, but also I think there's this weird uprising of like 
people on like twitter like it's really weird like there's this uprising of people like going out of their way to like convince people that don does better and like for me they're they're basically equivalent i mean i think drake has better commercial songs and i think donda has better overall artistic songs yeah that's why they're equal to me i think they kind of even each other out like if i'm listening if i want to go listen to something catchy like i'm turning on drinks oh yeah absolutely but if i want to listen to like like the actual artistry like i'm turning on donda so they're equivalent to me i think those even each other out but (laughs) um there's this i don't know what other people think but i've seen this weird weird uprising of like people like Basically, if you like Drake, like you're sus. That's like kind of where it is right now. I haven't seen that, but um, I'm kind of what I think you're talking about too is like, um, like my sister, like uh, other people, like I was hanging out with this weekend, we're asking like, what like opinions, kind of like we're doing now, opinions on both albums. And it's like tough to form your own opinion opinion without listening to both obviously but like then you go on twitter and it's like all these trolls or like all the that's what i meant that's what i meant is like these trolls and and all the i mean it's the second certified letter i mean whatever it dropped at like what two in the morning Mm -hmm. i mean the second it drops rap direct and rap posted things and within 30 seconds there's 10 comments Don to better, Don to better, Don. And yeah. there's so many of those. That's what I was referring to. So you just like, have to form your own opinion when it comes to music. But going back to the original thing, I think we can all agree that neither of those albums were close to their best. Correct? Well, I'm... No, no. Agree. If you want to compare it to their best, four. I agree. Yeah, it's definitely not their best, no. Definitely. Not For me, like top four. That was the best Drake album since, if, if you're reading this, it's too late for me. Yeah, for me, I wasn't yeah. a fan of User More Life, and I like Scorpion, but I I don't think that was better than this. I liked uh, I liked More Life a lot. I, I like almost slept so, on. I think I think you gotta give it though another month with you know this CLB. This album. is a classic. Give it another month. This is a I classic. Can, I mean, but that's a good transition to it. A topic that I just thought of too: music that is also on the horizon. I mean, we're due. I mean, Keem this week. We're due for baby an album. Yeah, Keem this week with an right. album. Mm-hmm. We're due for Travis's new album. That's been rumored for a while. Kendrick is rumored to drop. I mean, there's so many. I just wanted to get your guys' thoughts on like how long do we give it? You know, like Keem say Keem drops a crazy banger album. Not that he's gonna put up numbers like that, but say Travis drops Utopia next Friday. What does that do to I mean, does that hurt? What does that do to Donda? What does that do to CLB? Like, how long are we going to keep listening to these albums if these all these good albums are on the horizon? Does that make sense? Yeah. I think if they were to all drop within a month, I think you're just listening to them all. Yes. I would say I would say there would be a quick phase. Like, oh, you, drop, phase, drop. Yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, for me, like, Donda dropped, and I would listen to that for a week. And then for me, is Certified Lower Boy drops. So I've been listening to that for the last week. And Same. I probably, go back and forth. Now. Yeah. And then say Travis drops and you're going to be listening to Travis or Kendrick drops, whatever. But yeah, I would say it really just depends on timing, dude. Like I try and listen to both, but I'm more of a Drake stand, to be honest. And I, I really like this album a lot. Like it's really been growing on me. Like the first 14 tracks, dude, I can listen to those all day. Like I, yeah. I, I love the album. Man. I'm not even kidding. Once these trolls 
go away. I think you're going to see people come around like views and more life had a bad reception when they first came out hundred percent. And yeah. I think you're going to see people come around in this, like actually afterward, like a few months from now, not that it's going to be the best or anything, but they're going to be like, oh, I think that was a pretty good album. Like, but I, I think once you see all these, I think people are on that troll wave right now. So it's also, gonna, I, I forget that. who, I forget who said it the other day. I think it was you, Dante said it's tough to like compare it to if you're reading this is too late and like all um and like uh my beautiful dark twisted fantasy for kanye because those albums have been sitting on the shelf for almost 10 years well not what they were different for drake and almost 10 for kanye so like those are like there's i mean just classics like stamped into time it's tough to label a song a classic right now. I, I you t- said something about that, I think. In the yeah, game. I think what I, I had mentioned was that the nostalgia factor is always going to make you like those older albums more. Mm-hmm. And you're never going to be able to take that away from them. Right. So I think we'll be like, it, we'll have to wait till it's all said and done. The, disguise, the discography is finished. And then we'll just have to rank them again. Because- like, I think if you were to take a kid who's born, all right, this is going to be, bear with me. You take a kid who's born today, you show him their discographies and when they're 20. So they don't have any nostalgia factor to it. Like, I think they have way different opinions. But for me, I listen to all of them today. I'm not taking anything over Take Care. Like, I love, like, um, um, what the fuck is the Pablo album? (laughs) The Life of Pablo. My, the Life of Pablo. That I can't believe he named it that. <laughs> the Life of Pablo. Like, I love that album. Like, I love my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. I don't think anything's topping those for me. Like, nothing's topping Take Care for me. Like, right. that just factor is never going to be taken away. Whereas I think if you took a kid who totally didn't listen to any of this growing up, like, would totally have a different opinion. Right. It just, it just depends on opinion, dude. Like, we all, we all consider music opinions. But, like, I would say, for me... CLB was more of my vibe per se. Donda, I can see myself listening to that like in the car, or, like at the gym, like more than Donda. A lot of people like Donda because it's their more vi- more of their vibe. So I would say that is another factor. Is like, what do you like listening to? And I, but they're yeah, both really good out, al- both really good albums. Yeah, on that, when Kendrick drops, we're gonna do this again, and I'm gonna say, yeah, Kendrick <laughs> is better than Donda and CLB by a head and shoulders. So like, it's just. It's, the, I mean, we've said it a thousand times before. Music is just preference. I mean, we could, Dude, we got to talk about one thing. I got to show my man, little Yachty, some respect. Yeah. With that feature he had on Donda, yeah. that man. But this, yeah. listen, this is my thing with little Yachty is he can do that when yeah, he, he actually stays on flow. When he stays <laughs> on the track and stays on the flow, his shit is good. And he does this fucking weird off flow not quite blue face thing but like if yeah. he flows with the beat like the shit is good the, the yeah. song is good and that's what he did on donda and it was and it was good yeah. ass feature Dude, there's a lot of good features on donda there was the was it i mean fivio he, takes a crown no yeah him i baby, like him a lot yeah yeah the keem one baby was on there roddy baby. rich went crazy roddy rich the weekend was on there kid cuddy was on there yeah, on Tolliver Moon one when <laughs> everyone's like, that. I like I like that yeah. though. Yeah, no, nah, I like that dude. There's a lot of good features on that one, man. But like, am I vibing to it? Uh, I guess. 
Yes. Depends where I am. Depends. It's yeah, a time and place album. All right. You play Donda when you're like chilling with the boys, just like casually. X. And then you, you play Drake at a, you can play, I mean, you can play way too sexy. You can play knife talk. You can way play no friends in the industry. Way too sexy has been hot on the ox here at the house. The frat house. Masterpiece. Masterpiece. <laughs> it's a city boy anthem. It's a new city boy anthem. It has to be. Did you guys see that video? Now that we're here and talking about it, of the FSU, I wonder if our listeners saw this video of that FSU football player listening to Way Too Sexy. No, I haven't. Seen oh, that. dude, it was they. I mean, obviously, they lost the game, <laughs> game, but um, yeah, that was a good it was game. hilarious. That was a great game, yeah. Um, Drake, this is because Drake always has like one radio anthem, one club anthem, and I think like going through the album, like I think it's really only Way Too Sexy and maybe fair trade with travis i mean yeah. you said you didn't like that song but i i liked it a lot I like that song. yeah I like, you can't, I was, yeah, you can't yeah. play nice talk at a bar like 21 savage no, it's yeah. not, not a bar type that's oh, the only dude, thing i would throw that shit on the ox so quick like that song goes hard no friends in the industry no friends in the industry is the the club song yeah that yeah. song's hard yeah not not as many as you would think with a drake album though dude like there's usually i agree more, i expect right more. Now, honestly, I don't know if this is a hot take or not. I think the lesbian line was like his, his, his shot at the uh, like the signature line that gets yelled at the bar, like on God's plan. It was the mom line with the bed. yeah. I think that was that's hilarious because people hated that, that line. Yeah, so he was going for that, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. How I mean, I'm I'm definitely works. singing it. I'm definitely singing it. No doubt. I'm, yeah, I'm not saying I'm not. That's for sure. That's all we got for today. Uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Um, 72-hour podcast um, on Instagram, TikTok. Um, if it doesn't come up under 72-hour podcast, it's 72-hour window podcast. I don't remember <laughs> which one it was. Um, it's the second. Wait, yeah. Come on. Use your common sense out there. Right, right. um, give us a follow. Um, we'll be posting updates on there for new episodes um, and just some, some funny shit in, in between. So. Thanks for listening. Uh, We will see you next time.